buy those things uh, out of autopilot, right? So when you actually take the time to actually key in all your finance uh, expenses and, and see how much all this add up in a month, uh, I think it really helps. Hello and welcome to The Habit Mindset. My name is Daniel, here to change your mindset about habits. And today, uh, it's just going to be me talking about uh, three things that will actually help you uh, kickstart your finance habits. Uh, at least for me, it really helped a lot. Uh, for the first one, I'd like to let's just dive into it and that's talking about tracking my finances. Um, to, to actually just to share some of the tools I use to track my finances, I actually use a tool called Seedly. Uh, it's actually an automated tool. So once you sync your accounts, your OCBC, your UOB account, you actually can see all your tr uh, transactions on that particular uh, app. The only problem is that uh, there are some transactions uh, from certain banks that are not supported. So um, you if you are uh, not on those uh, platforms, maybe you want to manually check your purchases instead uh, using another app that I used before and that's called Wallet. Yeah, so these two apps, uh, Seedly and Wallet, uh, I think these two apps really helped me a lot uh, in that it actually helped me be my, more mindful of how much I was actually spending. So if you think about it, every little drink that you buy, uh, everything that you actually consume from day to day, uh, you actually... Uh, buy those things uh, out of autopilot, right? So when you actually take the time to actually key in all your finance uh, expenses and, and see how much all this add up in a month, uh, I think it really helps to actually be uh, more aware of how, how, how these uh, breakdowns are. Yeah, so uh, for me, I actually broke down into different uh, kind of expenses, both recurring and non-recurring. So recurring can be like credit card bills, uh, handphone bills, etc. And then non-recurring can be those items like food. Yeah, so why do I do that? It's actually for the second part of my process and that's talking about optimizing the different banks' interests. Uh, so in this very low interest rate environment, I mean, uh, I mean, for the banks, it's not really very attractive, but it's better than doing nothing in the bank, right? So uh, for, for me, I actually have uh, two two banks that I use, OCBC and UOB. So OCBC is really my salary crediting account. So every month my when my salary comes in, it goes into the OCBC account. Um, so when it goes in the OCBC account, I put in my savings goals. For example, uh, I had a renovation that was done recently for my house. Uh, I actually put a re uh, renovation uh, savings goal. Uh, and even for my uh, yearly in investment uh, fund, I actually do a monthly contribution to that particular uh, savings goal. So also... Uh, once that's done, right, for the OCBC account, that's really much it already. I have another account and it's called the spending account. Uh, and this spending account is my UOB. So this spending account uh, actually has uh, a, a certain amount that is credited, uh, set on recurring payment from uh, OCBC. So really, uh, it's, it's just to let me spend. So every month uh, when I get my pay, I'll just spend using my UOB card. So of course, uh, my credit cards, I try not to use the UOB card to pay uh, because sometimes you know it's a, a certain set amount. I don't want to uh, pay my late fees and all that. Uh, it can be a little bit troublesome. So I just uh, use my OCBC cards to pay. Yeah, so I mean, uh, that's what I have 
in terms of the two different bank, uh, how, how it's set up. Uh, and the UOB account is actually very good in the sense that you spend without any guilt. You already find that, oh, you know, that is the amount that you're allowed to spend for the month and just spend it uh, with, with no strings attached, really. Uh, you can do it uh, with uh, for, for your investments, uh, on on yourself, it can be a it can be a cost. Uh, it can you can buy yourself an electronic gadget. Uh, it can be for your family members as well. Um, maybe you want to treat them to a dinner or a, or or your teammates for a lunch. I mean, it, it's really up to you. Uh, just spend it with no guilt whatsoever. So the first one was actually tracking my finances. Uh, the second one, after I track my finances, uh, identify what is recurring and what is not recurring. I optimize the different bank interests. So your question right now might be, how does optimizing the bank's interest got to do with the recurring and non-recurring thing that I said earlier, right? Uh, actually, it has a little bit to do with it in the sense that um, when you try to optimize for the bank's interest, uh, there are certain things that you can do to make it make the interest higher so for example for UOB if you have you have to make uh, three different gyro payments every month uh, to meet the goal so what I'll do is I'll, I'll identify those recurring payments for example uh, my insurance payments uh, or my credit card or my handphone bills uh, I'll just use the UOB account to actually pay for those yeah so uh when when that is done and dusted, uh, I mean you 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 see how all it all fits up, yeah. So uh, I mean it, it really depends on the situation um that the banks are in at current. Uh, I mean these terms and conditions they change around quite a bit uh, now more than ever because of the uh the low interest rate environment. But yeah, do the research for yourself and see what works really for you. Uh, for me, uh, these two accounts are really the two that I really need. Uh, you may want to have another account just for investment. Uh, it's all up to you. Uh, just know that, you know, the more accounts that you open, the more things you need to uh, be wary of uh, in, in those different accounts. So don't be too crazy and like open uh, 10 accounts. Yeah. So after you have done your optimizing, after you've done the tracking of finances, uh, your, your, your question may be, you know, uh, I, I've done all those already. Uh, what next, right? Yeah, so for me, what really upped the ante for me was actually learning about investing and then actually doing the work and investing. Uh, I know investing is a word that can be a bit scary for some. Uh, my advice is actually just to be educated on, on it and uh, be, be, uh, you know, be prudent about doing the investment. So for example, if you haven't got your emergency day funds, uh, uh, ready set up please do not do your investment uh, make sure your emergency fund is all set up first so for those that do not know the emergency fund is just six months of your monthly uh, expenses or some some say expenses some say salary but if you want to be more prudent uh, you can just put it as your salary uh, so basically just accounts for six months of uh, let's say you are laid off uh, you, you have that six months buffer to actually find another job and, and, and do what you need to do. So that's your emergency fund. So after you have that set up, uh, you can do your investment. What I recommend for you to read also is uh, this book called A Millionaire Teacher from Andrew Harlan. So in this book, it actually advocates this use of investing in ETFs. So ETFs are exchange-traded funds. Um, it's not buying into the company uh, just one company like we know, uh, like stock trading is. Uh, so for example, if you invest in Coca-Cola, you're you just investing into that one company, right? Uh, so for ETFs, usually it's a, a, 
a bunch of different kinds of stocks. Yeah, so uh, for me, I actually uh, invest into the STI ETF. So what it is, it's actually investing into the ETF which tracks the top 30 companies in Singapore. So why I do that is because uh, because these 30 companies are generally diverse. So some some industries tend to be on the uptick during a downtrend and on, on the on the on the uptrend it says uh, certain companies are not performing so well so uh, being having a diverse uh, kind of portfolio actually gives you more leverage and gi- gives you a, li- a bit more play and making sure that you know you don't totally lose or you don't totally win yeah so that's uh, that's gen- uh, it's a it's a portfolio method that I opted to go with because it's generally very low uh, maintenance. So in terms of fees, it's actually less than 0.3% uh, typically uh, and it's actually no fast. Uh, just top up and uh, I actually rebalance every year during my birthday. So what rebalancing actually is, is actually taking into account uh, what are the ratios that you're aiming for and making sure these ratios are still uh, there. So typically, pe- people use uh, 110 minus their age uh, for those more volatile stocks. So let's say if, you're, if I'm 30, it'll be 110 minus 30, which is 80. So 80% of your stocks uh, should be on your more volatile stocks uh, with the last 20% on the less volatile ones. For example, uh, Singapore bond ETFs, right? Yeah. So uh, so that's a little bit uh, about the three habits that I recommend for people to start with. First, track your finances. I think uh, even though it can be a bit finicky at times, once you've done one month of it, you more or less know where your money is going and you can do tweaks to make sure you do not uh, stray off the track of what you want to go for. Secondly, uh, optimize the different banks' interests. Uh, take a look at what are the in- terms and conditions and the the. Uh, different banks situation now and also learn about investing and then just start investing uh, it can be five percent uh, of your salary it can be ten percent of your salary uh, it can you can even start really small with fifty dollars etc with all the uh, uh, the regular savings plan uh, that you have in the market these days um, yeah so yeah, I hope all this will really help you in your journey. And if you find this episode uh, helpful, please do give us a thumbs up or give us a review on the platform of your choice. So, yeah, so that's really what I have for today. It's a relatively short episode. Um, all the links and all the resources mentioned in this episode will be on the episode page on thehabitmindset.com. Thehabitmindset.com. So uh, that's all for, for this episode and I'll catch you guys in the next one. See ya!